The way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media outlets, a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online from the hottest issues or trends for daily. Social Media Minute, we're joined by Erica. Good morning. Good morning. Man, uh, the heavy downpours for the weekend, uh, it has caused noticeably severe damages yep. and we're reporting first thing in the morning and I guess a proper place to start off is in this underpass in Osong uh, in Cheongju that's right um, so South Korean rescuers uh, yesterday pulled eight uh, bodies from this flooded tunnel four additional bodies uh, were um, retrieved earlier today mm. uh, around 15 vehicles were mm. trapped in uh, Muddy water, days of heavy rain triggered flash floods and landslides destroyed homes across the country. Now, authorities say there is a possibility that there will be more unreported victims. So there is a concern that the number of casualties will increase in the days to come as Mm -hmm. rescue efforts continue. Um, At least 41 people have died. Eight remain missing. Thousands have been evacuated since July 9th. Um, yesterday, nearly 900 rescuers, including divers, mm. were searching the tunnel in Cheongju. Um, 15 vehicles in total, including mm. two trucks, um, 12 cars and a bus mm. were swamped by a flash flood Saturday evening. The water spilled over from the embankment and uh, what 60,000 tons of water rushed into that uh, road tunnel within That's a right. matter of uh, two to three minutes. And that road tunnel is quite long if you yep. take a look at the videos that you know that has already surfaced mm-hmm. since the flooding and the bus, the red bus is where we believe most of the casualties would have happened, yes. right? If you've seen any of the videos um, on in cyberspace, you can see how quickly the underpass fills up That's with right. water. There is no time to run out. There's no mm. time to get to higher ground. In um, fact, uh, yeah. it seems fire officials estimate that the tunnel filled with 60 tons of water in as little as two to three minutes. That's right. Now, uh, when the water level of the river reached a serious level, uh, the Kumgang Flood Control Center informed the district office in charge of the need to control the traffic Mm. around the area but the administrative authorities did not take any action and it looks like a lot of anger is now being directed at the authorities you know because they didn't control the area many vehicles entered the road as usual and in fact the bus took a different route but somehow ended up in this underpass right that's right Um, photos and videos from the scene showed rescue workers establishing a perimeter pumping brown water Mm. muddy water out of the tunnel, so much water. Mm. Um, as authorities began to restore the collapsed bank and the rain, um, I mean, the rain is still falling, but uh, it gradually subsided. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, there was a gap for rubber boats to enter the tunnel, which was impossible uh, prior. Now, four divers began searching at 5.55 a.m. on Sunday, 21 hours after the tunnel was completely flooded. But I mean, the divers didn't have clear view That's of right. the underwater to continue the rescue efforts because it was so muddy, as you can imagine. The visibility Uh, is close to zero. Exactly. And so even if divers are down there, can they really search Mm. for what they're looking for? Now, harrowing stories of escape from the road tunnel are being shared on social media. Um, It it, it came up rather quickly. Yes. Um, One driver said he had entered the tunnel. uh, Had he entered the tunnel a few seconds late, he also would have been trapped. Luckily, he and his vehicle managed to emerge from the tunnel before it was too late. I mean, he looked 
you know, behind him and yeah. uh, he saw like just waters gushing um, inside the, the tunnel. It, it looks like a big wave of water yep, that's pouring right. into the tunnel. Right? That's right. Um, a driver in another vehicle uh, turned his vehicle around. This is really quick thinking mm. when he saw the road ahead of him was blocked. So he turned the car around and he also barely made it out to relative safety. Um, one of the passengers on the ill-fated bus 747 managed to get off the bus and uh, swim to the nearest railing where he held on apparently for dear life and he was also later rescued as well um, speaking of the bus you mentioned mm. uh, news reports tell us that this bus had changed routes mm. at the last minute to avoid other flooded roads right. um, right. you know uh, the bus was I think like two thirds on its way out of the tunnel yeah. and uh, it, it it got tragically dragged back, dragged yeah, back into the water. Exactly. Right? Tragically, okay. it wasn't able to make it out. Okay, so of course, uh, we're questioning then what fell short. Mm. I mean, was there improper protocol? Who fell short? Of course, I mean, pointing fingers and vilifying a certain individual, that probably doesn't help. But we have to fix what's not working. Clearly. Yeah. I mean, there were plans to install certain equipment and tech in the region to see and warn if uh, it was prone to water yep. floods, right? And we knew, we had known for yeah. days that this very heavy rain was coming it was coming yeah all right we'll leave it there for now but certainly keeping close tabs on the mm. story if we get any updates in the search and rescue efforts we'll let our listeners know yep. and also uh within our buzzwords uh, threads here to take over twitter apparently but not so much in korea yeah um not so much in korea actually and also um you know when threads was first released in the first weeks of its release uh, it, it took over social media by storm mm. it, it looked like everyone was curious about it uh just just last Friday, I saw some news that uh, even Twitter mm. employees were using threads and, uh, you know, commenting on uh, just how well it worked and things you like that. You know your competition, yep, right? Yep, yep. Okay. Um, but after a spectacular start, the addition of users on the platform has slowed down. This is globally, um, while the relative number of users in South Korea remained okay. much, much lower okay. than some other parts of the world. Here's the thing. The app has been described as a clone of Twitter or as a expected to post of competition to that microblogging platform mm. for one it allows more words yeah. than its predecessor and it certainly gives Elon Musk a run for its money. That's right. Now Threads started with a bang. It hit 60 million users on the second day of its release. The third day witnessed an addition of 21 billion new users to 80, uh, 21 million new users to 81 million. Mm. The 100 million mark was actually achieved on the fifth day which is really <sighs> really remarkable. However, in the next three days, the app has added only 9 million users. So it looks like uh, it's, it, slowing, it's down. slowing down okay. a little bit. Now, in South Korea, the number of active Threads users was a little over 258,000 as of July 11th, mm -hmm. a few days after the release. Uh, the number of app downloads have been slowing down uh, from 136,000 on day two of its release to just 64,000. Uh, as of July 11th. Okay, so of course you're wondering, did it break any records? And it probably did. Yeah. Threads is the fastest social media <laughs> platform to cross 1 million users. Yeah. But I've got to say, it's because the predecessor already brought everybody online mm -hmm. so we're looking for the next big thing yeah. and threads just happen to find that momentum. Exactly. Um, you know, let's do some 
comparisons, shall we? <laughs> uh, Twitter, which was launched in 2006, reached this milestone of reaching 1 million users over the course of two years. Uh, you know, this can probably be explained by the fact that there was less internet and social media users 17 years ago. Oh, the good old days. Yeah, the good old days. <laughs> um, other social media platforms, including Facebook and Instagram, took 10 and 2.5 months, respectively, to cross that 1 million user mark. So 10 months for Facebook and two and a half months for Instagram. Okay. Uh, ChatGPT, which was launched in November 2022, is the second fastest online service platform behind threads to reach 1 million users and uh, it took five days for it to reach that milestone uh, Spotify took five months to achieve this feed Netflix took a much longer period of 3.5 years three and a half years but I mean Netflix is not free uh, that's, that's also true social media is for the most mm. part free right so it's easier for one to access try out even chat GPT mm-hmm. it didn't cost you a thing to try it out. So to reach those milestones is probably easier. But if you compare those numbers from when Twitter was launched to even just Facebook and Instagram, you can see how many people are more online. That's right. And they want to be present and seen and part of this new thing. All right. So I wonder when it comes to threads, how do industry experts predict (laughs) the growth numbers to go? Will it continue on this uh, strong path? You know, you mentioned a really good point, like uh, the number of online presence, you know, (laughs) compared to when Twitter was first uh, released back in 2006. Is anyone Uh, else floored by the fact that 2006 is 17 years ago? me too. (laughs) I remember when (laughs) we all first signed on Facebook and Twitter subsequently. Yep. (laughs) Um, Social media user base is currently at around 4.89 billion worldwide. Uh, That number for perspective accounts for more than half of the world's population. So half the world's population is on some sort of social media online. Yes. Now, globally, social media usage has been increasing. Uh, An average person spends close to three hours on social media this year in 2023. There is, therefore, I guess more room for threads to grow once Mm. it catches on. But uh, I've been reading about threads and uh, a lot of the users have been complaining that, you know, it lacks some of the the key functions that Mm. social media is all about like uh, hashtags, for example. Uh, oh. So unless uh, it diversifies its functions and brings something new and fresh, yeah. uh, it's going to find it difficult to compete in the market, in this very competitive uh market. Because if you think about it, each social media outlet has something unique. Whether it would be an image-based one, Mm -hmm. it would have a like, thumbs up button, the first to do it. I mean, now we look back and think, ooh, the psychology behind that is... is (laughs) It's pretty yeah. simple, right? We we seek approval from strangers. It's funny. That's right. You know, if you think about the fact that uh, there are what, yeah. more than 2 billion um, active Instagram users, that probably definitely helped boost threads yeah. in the earlier days. It's really but, easy to connect yeah. the two worlds. Yeah. But we'll have to see. Okay. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> yep. Unless there's some novelty there. I'm not quite sure how they'll hold our fleeting right. interests. <laughs> right, on to our final story today. Cardboard beds that was used in Tokyo. Apparently 
friendly is going to get another trial in Paris. And I'm not quite sure if we like this idea. <laughs> it seems just like yesterday we we're talking about these beds. Yeah. yeah on this segment. And frankly speaking, it was really divisive for athletes yeah. that were of certain stature, of certain height. They thought it was too small and too yeah. weak. Um, some people outright said it was ridiculous. Yeah. You know, <laughs> now Japanese mattress manufacturer Airweave uh, has been boasting mm. about just how robust uh, their cardboard beds are. Um, and uh, yeah, it's official. They're going to be used at next year's Olympics and Paralympics in Paris. Around 16,000 of these cardboard beds are set to be provided by the company for athletes housed at the Olympic and Paralympic villages. I mean, if not them, I'm not quite sure. I mean, they're really used to acclimating to the toughest of conditions, <laughs> these world-class athletes. But they also need a good night's rest, too, in order to compete you know, at the highest level. Oh, goodness gracious. If you've seen all, all the TikTok videos, I mean, not, none of the athletes thought this was good. They thought it was funny. Yeah. I mean, it does have a good intent, I suppose. Mm. Go green. That's right. But I'm not quite sure if it will come with approval from the athletes. Yeah, so let's refresh our listeners' memory, okay, shall let's, we? Let's. So these cardboard beds caused quite a stir <laughs> on social media back in 2021. Uh, there were all these viral videos on TikTok where Olympic athletes were seen jumping on these beds to test how sturdy they were. Um, actually, the founder and president of Airweave, the company who produces these uh, beds, also jumped <laughs> on them to demonstrate just how durable they are uh, when presenting these mattresses for Paris 2024. Okay, so they got the memo. They knew what yeah. the athletes were you know, talking about. <laughs> the founder and president said, you know, these, these beds can hold up the three athletes jumping up and down because these athletes will be very happy once they win medals. Okay. So everyone celebrate by jumping on these beds. <laughs> I don't know if I would encourage that, but okay, that's according yeah. to the founder and the yes. president of Airweave, who mm -hmm. is behind that's the, right. these cardboard mattresses. Mm -hmm. All right, just to review, what is the size of the bed? Yeah, uh, ninety centimeters wide, two hundred—that's two meters long. But uh, these beds can be extended to two meters and twenty centimeters for taller athletes. In my head, it just looks like a box being dragged out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they can accommodate even the the tallest uh, athletes. That's what they're saying. Um, and the beds are largely made from recycled material. That part I can get on board with. And uh, the recycled material meets the organizing committee's uh, aspiration to be sustainable. Okay, so I mean, again, it's a good effort. A plus for effort. And we always talk about how, you know, these environmental decisions, if they're too inconvenient, <laughs> um, not all consumers will be yep. on board. I mean, Correct. not to say that athletes have a choice, but mm. should we be providing with them better bed? We'll wait and see if it really turns out to be hey, true. who knows? This is the second time these beds are being okay. featured at the Olympic Games. Maybe they'll become a fixture ah, in the future, right? And, and all the athletes yep. will Celebrate it? I don't know. We'll wait and see. Yep. Um, jump on the bed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming around close enough. 2024, yep. only yep. a year away. So we'll have the details sooner than later. Thanks, Yerka. <laughs> Pleasure. I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.